0: How you doing, kiddo?
1: I'm doing great. Raise your hand if you're excited for this podcast.
0: I'm excited for this podcast.
2: <laughs> you wore your fancy sweatpants.
1: I wore the only sweatpants I really wear. I you, get,
2: you wear those sweatpants so much. I know. What's so cool is they came from your grandma.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I get so many questions where people are like, where did you get your sweatpants? Oh my gosh, they're so like cute, trendy. Nona June. Which means they probably came from Walmart.
2: Well... Yeah, but that doesn't sound nearly as good <laughs> to say. Yeah,
1: no, they are my grandma's. and Passed
2: down from generations of sweatpants wearers.
1: Absolutely. I'm very excited to do this podcast in these sweatpants. Shall we roll the intro music?
2: Okay, let's do it.
1: Mags and dads, wholesome chaos. Mags and dads, wholesome chaos.
2: That's a really good song. It's a really good theme song. Great job, Eddie. And Maggie. Thank you, man. Was it hard to sing those notes that were like off-key, <laughs> deliberately so?
1: You're bringing that up because you know how hard it was for me. Yeah. I really struggled with that.
2: Well, it's not off-key. It's just dissonant. It's yeah. out not where you would expect it to be, which is why yes. it's chaotic. Yeah. Very intentional and clever.
1: Very. But harder to do. The composer did a great job.
2: Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> so how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing okay. I'm I'm pretty tired, but not anymore because we're doing this, so I'm excited.
2: Yeah, I know what you mean. I start my day with a lot of energy, and then I go through a lull after a few calls. I've had a few <laughs> business calls today, and um, but it's nice to see you, and it's nice to be focused in on another conversation.
1: Absolutely.
2: Yeah. So a couple big things happened in your life. Um, you know, we launched the first episode. We did feedback's been been awesome? We're like. Rocking and rolling, and we can't wait to keep doing this for a long time. A lot. Of, your hair's looking awesome.
1: Thank you very much. It's, yeah. Well, it's the same color as last time. But It's the
2: same color as last time, but it was new. It was, like, brand new when yeah. we did it then, which was interesting because we did our podcast pictures, and then you decided to get your hair done.
1: Yeah, which you did not love. Um, And in, that's okay. Yeah,
2: does, in the end, it was like, I don't care. It's You're still you.
1: Yeah, I was going to go, like, really dark hair, like, as dark as it could be without it being, like, straight black. Um, But then I decided, you know what, summertime, let's go blonde. Also, I kept seeing a ton of pictures um, on Instagram and stuff of Billie Eilish's platinum blonde hair. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah. So She's got this, like, beautiful platinum blonde look now. Yeah. And people always tell me I look like Billie Eilish. And so I was like, well, she can do it. Maybe that means I could do it, but I'm. But I took it's not like the blondest. Step.
2: It's not the blondest Maggie has ever been, though. Oh
1: no! No, there was there was a
2: time, <laughs> and this is a good story, I think, to oh. kick off with the episode. Oh
1: man!
2: So when you're like us, when you're the Thurman family, and people know you come from a theater theater background, and you know you're really a, artistic people who get things done, like we talked about in la- last episode, like we follow through on our commitments then sometimes you get asked to do things that are that are really fun. Like in this case, it was because um, Maggie's school decided, <sighs> middle school, that they were going to do a production of Peter Pan.
1: Seventh grade.
2: Seventh grade. And that they wanted to cast Maggie as Tinkerbell in the show and wanted to know if I knew how to do any rigging for flying. And, of course, I have friends who are in the stunt business and, and have equipment as you know to fly people for major motion pictures and all kinds of really fun things like that. So so I called up um, my friend John Zimmerman down in Florida. We went down there as a family, and we uh, spent some time learning how to fly Maggie. Pretty simple kind of rig, and Peter, by the way, two people, <laughs> and then came back. And really to get into the character, we thought, Maggie? Are you going to dye your hair blonde? You had really long so hair. I
1: excited. See, in my mind, I looked amazing. Like, before I did it, in my mind, I thought I was just going to come out looking straight like Tinkerbell. And Tinkerbell, I mean, she's a cartoon, but she's, like, beautiful. She's fairy-like, probably because she's a fairy. And, like, I just really thought that that was going to happen for me. And it was really rude that that's not how it turned out for 12-year-old me. <laughs>
2: Are you talking about the result of the hair dye or the result of living with blonde hair at that Both? point in your life?
1: Both. I remember was it blonder
2: than you th- thought it, it would be. Um,
1: I just don't think I pulled it off as well as I thought I was going to, and it didn't help that like I was a tan kid. I had dark eyebrows. Like I had like like I looked like I should be brunette, but mm-hmm. I was platinum blonde.
2: Like really, really platinum, yeah, really blonde. Yeah, and I
1: didn't do anything to my hair at the time. Like I didn't really know how to style anything. So it was, it was not my favorite. This is actually, I, I think this is so funny, but it's a little sad. I remember one of my friends told me like a few years after the fact, when we were in high school, that a guy she was friends with came in that fateful day in seventh grade, the day after I had dyed my hair, and he walked up to her and went, yesterday she was hot. Now, <laughs> and I was like, number one, we're That's all horrible. in seventh grade. I know. That is so it bad. was really sad. Oh
2: my gosh, <laughs> what a difference a day makes. I know. And, and you're looking at that going, like you can't easily undo this.
1: Yeah. And yeah. so that's when I started telling everyone. I was like, they made me, what can I say, show business. When in reality, it was a middle school production of Peter Pan.
2: That your parents <laughs> totally supported. It was yeah. like, oh, this will be fun. Yeah, well, with Let's the see whole, what our daughter looks like uh, completely blonde.
1: Absolutely. And with the whole blonde thing, it was like, I had already sacrificed my hair for that show. I was really committed. And then we had the flying aspect. And <laughs> I don't... There was one instance when we were practicing and I was pretty high up in the air. The way it worked is there's a harness around your stomach and your legs. But the main point where weights hanging from is your stomach. And I remember I was pulled up pretty high And then there was some sort of issue. I think you were the one doing it. And I got dropped a few feet, not on the ground, but just like a jolt. And it hurt my rib really bad. And to this day, when I turn like this, like to my right, my rib pokes out.
2: (laughs) I know. That makes me feel so bad. No,
1: it's okay. It was was a learning experience. Well,
2: it was a learning experience for both of us. And you didn't hit the ground and all that was good. uh, Yeah, but... We did a good job. Yeah. And the show, the audiences loved it.
1: Absolutely. What a way And it built a lot of character. Yeah. And I think the crazy thing was, so after the first scene or whatever where I was hooked up flying, rather instead of getting unhooked on stage and going off stage, because that's how it would have had to work, we decided it'd be best if they just raised me as high as I could go. Yeah. And there was a little curtain at the top of the screen. And so I they put like a little rope up there and I held on to the rope tucked in a little ball hiding behind the curtain at it, the top of the stage it
2: was literally like two and a half feet yeah she had to like sneak up into the space and disappear for like seven minutes yeah while and hold another act unfolded uh, below and yeah I'm sure the audience the idea was they thought there was this space up there that yeah. you went to and like a like a big catwalk up there mm-hmm. or something but if they were to look no they, we were just in the cafeteria yep yeah,
1: middle school production.
2: Yeah, Eddie and I were, um, were definitely both the guys who were flying you that day. Yeah, yeah. Well, not that day, but because we took turns. Sometimes I was traveling, but Eddie was the other uh, the other rope operator. You know, feels is a better way to feel better. Feels is a premium CBD that will help keep your head clear and help you feel your best. It's hassle-free, delivered directly to your door. CBD naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. There's no hangover or addiction. And you started taking before we did. Yeah. I got into it because I was looking for a way to control my joint pain. As a 50-something-year-old acrobat, you're always looking for the little extra edge, and it helped me a ton.
1: Yeah, I started looking into CBD my junior year of high school because I was feeling really overwhelmed, really stressed, a lot of anxiety. And so I started looking into different natural remedies and CBD was always what came up. How it works is you place a few drops of feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. The thing to remember about CBD is that finding your right dose is important and everybody's dose is different. In fact, feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience so that you can find your perfect dose. The feels customer service team is dedicated to making sure you get the best use of your CBD.
2: Yeah, they are the best. Joining the Feels monthly membership makes your self-care easy. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel at any time. So start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash chaos and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's Feels dot com slash chaos to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash chaos. And I think you feel less chaos when you take Feels CBD.
1: <laughs> I went to the doctor today.
2: How was it? Are you okay?
1: Yeah. I I mean, I figured if I was like dying or anything, he would have called me to tell me that not a doctor's visit like two weeks later. So expectations weren't crazy. Um but yeah it's it's wild. So I made a TikTok a while back about how I got an MRI and a lot of people were asking like why? Why did like what's happening? Um and I went through a phase where like I couldn't really stand for super long without getting really dizzy and like almost passing out. But I actually I think the story's pretty funny. Of, like, how all of it started, like, why we started going back to the doctors and stuff because of the gym. Like, in the moment, was it funny? No. But looking back at it, I feel like we can all laugh.
2: Are we talking about you passing out at the gym? Yeah. Well, I can't laugh at that because I wasn't there. You
1: laughed at it when I told it funny way how I did.
2: (laughs) Well, it was really funny.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Because.
2: The funny part, and, you know, humor is great whenever something traumatic happens. Anyway, once you know people are okay, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: you know, but your roommate was distraught Annie was really freaked out by the whole situation.
1: The way it all went down was my roommate, Annie, and I um, in college, we we were doing really well with going to our gym every day and, like, really taking advantage of the fact that we had a free gym, like, with our tuition. Um, And it was the second day that we decided we were going to do the – it's like the – Thirty three ten thing where you're on a treadmill and it's like three speed 10 incline for 30 minutes straight so I was literally just walking for 30 minutes and I I felt pretty okay about it I had just listened it was the day Taylor Swift released Mr. Perfectly Fine so I had just finished listening to it I was like wow what a song and Annie and I finished up at the same time and we got off the treadmill and I started to feel really bad and I like I've passed out since I was a kid. This isn't yeah. a crazy new thing for me. We've, I've passed I out know. in a variety of odd situations. Um, but I we were walking to get the wipes to clean off the equipment. And I told Annie, I said, I think I'm going to pass out. And I sat down. And she, from her perspective, I totally get it. Because I say that phrase a lot. Uh, I'll get dizzy and I'll be like, oh, I feel like I'm about to pass out. So, I understand that she didn't take it seriously, <laughs> but um she she like was walking back to her machine. she actually she said what happened was I laid down on my back and she went to hand me a wipe to clean off my machine that she would have gotten me, and I didn't take it because I was slipping into <laughs> unconsciousness. <laughs> but See, she thought she thought I was just ignoring her, and so she was like. Just walked away, kind of like, okay, I guess I'm gonna clean her machine for her, whatever. And then she heard a noise and turned around, and I was convulsing on the floor. Um, Classic. Wow. Yeah, so that's when I got a little less fun because, like, I actually I feel so bad that she had to go through that. Of like, she came over, she turned me on my side, which good remembering. Like, if someone's having a seizure, you put them on their side. Um,
2: But you weren't having a seizure.
1: Yeah, but I was having. Can, like a seizure, like time.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, and so yeah, but then then it got less fun. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so the the other part about that that I thought we made a joke about was like the same gym a couple weeks prior. Maggie got in, asked to cover her midriff because you were <gasps> wearing a yeah. like a shirt that went only down to here, like you do on your TikToks quite like a bit. Like I do right like now. You're doing right now. And it, apparently that wasn't okay in this gym, and so they asked her to cover her midriff. And so when you said, I passed out at the gym and I was on the ground convulsing, and I said, was your midriff showing? <laughs> yeah. That was my, uh, my way of lightening the mood Someone at the time. Someone just
1: walks over and says, excuse me, ma'am, uh, can, you, can you cover your stomach, please?
2: <laughs> so history of passing out, you should probably revisit that. What are, what are some of the most memorable <laughs> Well, maybe not for you because you were passed out. But some of the most memorable, like for me, it would be the family Family photo. Yeah, like like we're all lining up for family photos with with the you know extended families, my (laughs) brothers and sisters and parents and and uh, and then Maggie suddenly slips away and she's on the ground, not convulsing, but just no. But I think I gave you a
1: heads up on that one. Yeah, And,
2: and it was really warm in there. That yeah. was part of the problem.
1: I remember we were all standing together, very posed, um, bright lights, and I started to get really dizzy. And I just turned to whoever was behind me, like my parents or whatever, and I, I told you guys, I was like, I'm going to pass out. And I think someone said, like, what? And then sure enough, I remember waking up with yeah. Aunt Sandy fanning me. <laughs>
2: yeah, and that's not the way you want to be the center of attention. No, no. And so, like, also school assemblies.
1: I think, to me, one of the funny ones, too, was in church. Do you remember that? No. It was you, me, Eddie, and a friend I used to have, Alexis. Yeah. And it was, like, one of our first times taking Alexis to church with us because she had slept over the night before. And we were standing during worship. And worship was pretty loud in there. Um, But I just remember getting really dizzy. And then I remember being over, like, m- the front of me was over the chair in front of me, which everyone was standing, so it's not like I landed on anyone, but I remember, s- like, getting up, and you, you, like, leaned over, and you're like, did you just pass out? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I, I made jokes about it where I was like, I was just really filled with the Holy Spirit that day. <laughs> just
2: Yeah, I guess so. I mean, maybe you were. <laughs>
1: Who knows?
2: So what did the doctors say? Are we ever going to figure this out?
1: Oh... I don't think so. I think I'm just supposed to drink Gatorade and go to therapy. <laughs> I do think that's wise, though. Therapy is good.
2: And electrolytes.
1: Electrolytes. Yeah. Yep. I've, been, I've been drinking a lot more Gatorade lately. I'm on some medicine for blood pressure. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. It's fine. It's something I can live with.
2: You do a lot of extreme things, and it seems to never happen while you're doing something extreme.
1: Which is nice.
2: Yeah, so your adrenaline kind of compensates um, for that. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not worried about you, and, well, in that <laughs> regard.
1: <laughs> in any regard?
2: No, no, you're you're pretty amazing.
1: Thanks, buddy.
2: Mm-hmm. And I've got no problem with you making content with your dad. That's <laughs> been the, big, the greatest joy. And, you know, we're always busy. There's always a lot happening, um, but I always have a little bit of extra time when we need to make a TikTok or learn a dance or try something crazy. And honestly, I've done more dancing in the last year, year and a half, because of Maggie and because of TikTok than I've probably ever done in my life. And I've always liked to dance. I did take dance classes when I was really young. Um, But I've learned a lot more from you, and it's just so much fun to put it out there in the world.
1: I have fun, too. Do you have a favorite dance we've done?
2: Nope, I forget them all immediately <laughs> after we're over. They, very I true. dump them. It's like it's like when I stay in a hotel and I immediately leave and I forget what room I was in. Mm. That's kind of my same association to our dances.
1: Broadening it up, do you have a favorite TikTok we've done?
2: Oh no, I, I like going <laughs> back through them because you know favorites are hard. Yeah, favorite anything is hard because it puts you in a box. But I I love the variety of the comedy, the dance, the the stage combat, the things that are really well thought out and planned, the things that are super spontaneous. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really neat. And it's—and I think what's interesting about how you built your TikTok channel, it's not one thing over and over and over again. It's constantly a variety of things, which ever broadens that spectrum of you and who you are as a person. I think that's harder to do, to build a brand. Do you have a favorite dance that we've done?
1: I think... It wasn't even necessarily the dance, but just the video and the fun of it where you and Eddie were juggling clubs. Yeah. Um, and it was the, the song from the lyrics, that how bad can I be? And I danced like through the clubs and yeah. then back. I think that was so fun. And that's one thing I love to do with TikToks is just kind of have an added element. Like if it's a dance um, I'm not the best dancer. Like, I'm not a bad dancer, but there's dancers on TikTok. You know what I mean? Like, Mariah, for instance, or, like, Casey, or just, like, all these incredible dancers. And so, in my mind, if I'm going to put out a dance video, I want there to be an added little, oh, that's different, or something like that, since mm-hmm. I know I am probably won't be the best execution of it. Like, I'll do my best, but... Um, that's why some twist or some kind of creative
2: elevation to the whole idea
1: something that makes it personal to me right and so that's why i i love doing that we should do another one of those while eddie's here um with the juggling clubs also that's why i started dancing on the rolling globe because i was like "Ah, i i can do this why not do whoops i touched the mic (laughs) why Mm -hmm. not do the renegade on a rolling globe or something like that and people seem to really like that
2: yeah yeah i think more more people should do rolling globes they're fun
1: I don't know. I fell on it pretty bad today. Now my knee really hurts. <laughs> Does it really? Yeah, I Are think you it's okay? bleeding. Yeah, it'll be fine.
2: I've been experimenting lately with protein powder.
1: And by experimenting, he means he slips it into our smoothies and sees if we notice.s And we always do because it tastes bad.
2: Yeah, they notice. But you know what doesn't taste bad is Magic Spoon cereal.
1: Yep. Yeah.
2: It's actually awesome. And it's good for you. It's healthy. It accomplishes the same thing because it has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving only 140 calories per serving as well.
1: It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. And the variety pack comes with four awesome flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter.
2: You know what I did yesterday? What? I mixed the frosted with the fruity.
1: You crazy kid. After dinner with some
2: almond milk. (laughs) It was delicious, like a little dessert cereal.
1: So if you want to try some Magic Spoon, all you have to do is go to magicspoon.com wholesome to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code wholesome at checkout to save $5 off your first order.
2: that's awesome. (laughs) And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product that it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions
1: asked. Remember to get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash wholesome and use the code wholesome to save $5 off. Okay, question. Answer. When you were a kid, or now, but like m- mainly when you were a kid, did you and your friends ever like make your own secret languages?
2: Did we ever make our own secret languages? Well, I mean, there was the gibberish. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Did gi- the gibber the go over the gitch? Yeah, L- the, the guest. Did g- the goo to the go over the guest of the gov put the, the god to the gas and again, gi- the gin to the gibber the go over the gitch?
2: Maggie just said, "Let's do the rest <laughs> of the podcast in gibberish," which we will not do. <laughs> because that would definitely not be listenable.
1: Our ads call us and they're like, uh, what is this? <laughs> yeah,
2: right, no, no, but that was one that I learned. Um, it wasn't. I wasn't a kid though, I was probably in college when I learned that for the first time. Mm-hmm. Why, did you?
1: Um, yes, but because of gibberish actually. How it worked is my friend Aiden and I, we had like these two, like three friends um, in high school Who they all spoke gibberish to each other in front of us, but refused to teach us, which is so rude. Okay,
2: stop right there. Okay. Let's teach them because this is very rude. No,
1: we can't teach them. No, we can't? No. Why not? Because it has to, you can't like mass teach it. It's got to be a personal thing. Once you gain someone's trust, once they're ready to learn the language, it's a very personal thing. The gibberish community will come after you if you do that. I don't want to get canceled by the gibberish community. You will. Yeah,
2: okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
1: (laughs) Um, But yeah. Call me. (laughs) And so I remember um, we were, I think we were coming home from the airport one day, um, like the family, and I opened a video from one of them where they were speaking in gibberish. And I was like, oh, I can't, like, I wish I knew this. And you're like, knew what? And I was like, it's this language. I don't really know how it goes. And I was like, something like, and you, <laughs> you stopped me. And you were like, oh, gibberish? And my mind was blown because I thought this was their own thing. Like, I thought the three of them knew it, and that was it. And you were like, no, I learned in college. And what you told me was that you actually spoke gibberish in French.
2: Right. Well, there was one particular person who I knew in college, and we both A spoke French. Friend she was a girlfriend at the time. And so, yeah, so we took it to the next level because we both knew a little bit of French. And so we would do gibberish plus French.
1: I was trying to see if I could say something in French and gibberish. Hmm?
2: Fribberish. 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 Yes, fribberish. Oh,
1: because it's French. <laughs> um, b- I can't even. I, I'd, I'd butcher it if I tried to speak French slash gibberish at the moment. I want to speak French. I started to learn. I start to learn a lot of languages.
2: You start to learn a lot of things. Yeah. Would you rather be a person who understood and knew how to do one thing extremely well or knew how to do a lot of things to a pretty high degree of capability?
1: See, that's a really good question because I think, I I like cry over this so often where I'm getting better at it, but like I feel like I'm mediocre at everything. Like, I feel like I can do a lot of things, but I feel like I'm mediocre at everything and, like, I want to be excellent at everything, but that means I can't be good at other things. Like, it's just, it's a tricky situation. So to answer your question, I don't know.
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, but it's a good question to have and even to continue to answer in different ways throughout your life or just to accept the consequences because, I mean, your audience would say you're amazing at everything. Yeah. But you know, I'm not <laughs> in every discipline. There's a next level that that some people can aspire to and get to.
1: Yeah, every TikTok posted has like 25 drafts before it. So
2: yeah, yeah, a lot of that. And we, we don't spend
1: a lot of time.
2: We spend a lot of time, but also you're interested in a lot of different things. Yeah. And so in my mind, I would rather have a level of competence and ability to, enough to, enough ability to enjoy it. Like how much ability do you really need to in order to enjoy playing a guitar, or to enjoy playing drums, or a sport, or whatever, and to have fun with it? Um, And then you can learn different skills and different sports and different things like that. That, that to me, is the idea of a good time. Mm -hmm. And then gradually try to get better and learn how to connect your different learnings from one sport and see how they work into something else and see the the connections between kind of how everything is really similar in some ways and the way you learn anything is the way you could do something else. But if you know that it's that one thing for you and you want to be the best musician or singer or songwriter or artist or whatever it is, then, then that's good, too. Yeah. I just don't have that kind of focus.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think, I think it's important to have a lot of different interests for me, personally. Um, I also kind of feel the need at this point to have a lot of different interests to keep things entertaining, like on TikTok, you know? Um, Mix it up. Yeah. Give a variety. When you actually think about kind of the phases we've gone through with TikTok, it's wild. I mean, we started off really solely doing dances. We would do one dance a week, um, and that would be it. We'd get it done. We'd be like, okay, great, perfect, we're done. We did it. And then I don't even remember the first comedy video we did, but I was so nervous about it, and people loved it. Like, people really liked the funny side of us. The
2: Halloween ones were pretty early on. The trick-or-treat ones. Yeah. But they got taken down because the audio that we used for whatever reason. And so we lost all the audio on those videos. Yeah. They were really funny.
1: For sure. And I think that's something I've had to, like, come to accept is – or try to believe that people find me funny. Like, I so often feel like, oh, no, I'm not actually funny. It's my dad. Or it's, like – it's people are just lying to me or whatever. Um,
2: well, you do come up with most of the good ideas, though. She really does. I mean, Maggie says, hey, I think this will work, and I go along with it. I mean, I come up with some things, too, and, and she uh, humors me. But
1: The ice cream TikTok?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> that one never got made. We had an idea that we were going to go get ice cream at this um, ice cream place we really liked, and that we were going <laughs> to Do you want to explain it? <laughs>
2: I-, I think we should just do it.
1: No, should we? Yeah. Okay, can- well, let's at least explain it. And then so people can see it if we do it.
2: The idea would be one of <laughs> us is looking at the other person and just literally screaming.
1: At the top of their lungs. At the
2: top of their lungs. And then the other person looks at the other per- It's like the other person's point of view. The other person is screaming at the top of their lungs. And then the third shot is you see the ice cream sign behind us and our bu- our faces like this, and we're, we're screaming at each other. Ah! And then the last shot is that we both have ice cream. Yeah. And it's like, I scream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream. It was yeah. the whole idea. That was it. But it was just done in screaming. <laughs> Eddie's giving me a thumbs up. He likes so it.
1: Do we, should we actually do that? Is that funny? But, okay. but,
2: but the here's the deal is when it came to executing that idea. <laughs> we couldn't do it. This, it was so crowded in front of the ice cream place. This was in <sighs> Islands, North Carolina. At, I at, know. And we literally would have had to like, look like we'd lost our mind. Yeah. And we were just screaming at the top of our lungs. And I we, just, just, we bailed.
1: I wasn't prepared <laughs> to sacrifice that for TikTok.
2: <laughs> well, you sacrifice a lot for TikTok. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't matter where you draw the line. It always wants more. Yeah. Like TikTok is never satisfied. Not the people, but like you, you mentioned, we used to do weekly or a mm-hmm. couple a week, and then now it's like if you don't post something every day, you feel like you're behind. And then you, yeah. you do post, and there's that wonderful feeling of like, oh, we did it, we got some content out. But then almost immediately you're like, what are what are, what's next? What are we gonna do next?
1: Yeah. I I don't feel like this right now, which is really good, but there's definitely been times where it just feels like a strain, like a job, which it is. Like, it, it's how I make my income. It's how I make my living. Um, it's been super beneficial. But when it just feels like a chore, and those are the worst times. But that's when it's so nice that like a lot of my content is family content because I can come to you or you can come to me and we can just have like an honest moment where we're like, I need content. Will you help me? And every single time the other one of us will be like, yeah, because we get that feeling. And most of the time, (laughs) it's a really good atmosphere when we film TikToks and we both end up actually having a lot of fun with it.
2: We feel better. We (laughs) feel better when we're done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We have definitely had our snappy moments at each other before. But
2: and we've had TikToks that did really well that we had put very little thought into but also TikToks that you know we really worked hard on and in both cases it feels good like mm-hmm. it feels very satisfying
1: yeah that's something we had to decide really early was like what's the where's the bar yeah
2: where's the, like who are we trying to satisfy here yeah like what a, are we going to call a success and we had to decide it's not about the view count at all yeah
1: we had to decide that no matter the view count, no matter the likes, if at the end of the day, we are proud of that video, it stays up. It could, it could have completely flopped, but if we are proud of it, then that video is gonna stay up because we think it's gonna have a positive contribution. Um, and that mindset is a lot easier when things aren't flopping. <laughs> but let me tell you, sometimes sometimes it, it gets a little rough. And But when it gets rough, It's really a reality check of like, hey, you're putting too much of your worth into this. Yeah,
2: but come on. I mean, we've got the greatest fans ever. Yeah, we have some. We have love galore on our on our comment sections and on our pages. Yeah. And that reality would be so much harder if that wasn't the case.
1: I have so many people who love me so much they want to be my (laughs) stepmom. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) (laughs) We actually haven't gotten those comments as much lately.
2: No, I think it's because you're introducing mom more in your episodes. Yeah,
1: I'm like, hey, he's married. Um, leave him alone, please. This, I'm going to have to talk about this in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> about all these women, some of them my age, pining after my dad. Like That is, that is not my favorite thing to read in a comment section. But you live in your It's very sweet. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes it's very sweet.
2: Well... Um,
1: I have a segment. I have a segment. You ready? Yes. This segment is called Dad Defines Gen Z Terms. Okay. You ready? I think so. First word. You should get this. Cap.
2: Cap is like um, truth. Like I call cap is like I call, I I don't think that's true. And no cap means it is true.
1: That's very good. And very specific. That was a very good definition. High five. High five.
2: <laughs> I thought my arm was longer. <laughs> We're
1: trying to, hi- okay. There we go. That is the second time we've tried to high five today, but neither one of us has leaned in. And <laughs> it hasn't actually happened. Um, do you next, have another one? I do. Next Gen Z term, simp.
2: Oh, a simp is some guy who's completely like um, uh, smitten to the point of losing his own identity because he's so into a girl. He's just all about like, her.
1: Yeah, like he'd do anything. He'd do anything. But it can also be a girl. Like a, or a girl anyone can could be a simp. simp for
2: a guy. Yeah, anybody could be a simp. It means just like, I'm anything you want, I'm totally into you.
1: Yeah. So I just looked up Gen Z terms because I realized those were the only two I could think of at the moment. So let's see. Oh, the first thing it says is cancel culture, but you know what that is. Oh, yeah. Um... <laughs> These are so easy. Glow up. Do you know what a glow up is? Yeah.
2: So you, you were uh, ugly as a kid. You grew up <laughs> and you became gorgeous.
1: <laughs> Their definition says glow up describes a makeover or transformation from bad to good in some way. Yeah. It's fun. Do you know what a stan is?
2: A stan is like a um, your biggest fan. It comes from the Eminem song like this, the stan is the guy is the is the is the fan who would do anything for you almost to the point of obsession
1: like you stan them like support yeah yeah okay last one let's see wig wig mhm
2: like i wigged out like i went crazy no just wig wig i don't know that one
1: <laughs> make it up so wig
2: <laughs> wig is like um I wig for you (laughs) is a verb. It's a verb you use, and it means that my head explodes and my hair automatically changes colors whenever you're around.
1: That's powerful. (laughs) That's deep right there. Um, So this one, this must be wrong, because this is way different than your definition. Yeah. Um, It says wig is something you can say to express admiration for something when it is so exciting that your wig might have been blown off.
2: Yeah, I knew it had something close. to do with blowing off your yeah, blowing yeah. off your top. <laughs> that was a good segment, Maggie.
1: Thank you very much. I'm glad I could assist.
2: You know what I love?
1: I do know what you love. You? Disc golf.
2: Oh. <laughs> disc golf. I do love disc golf. Yeah. It's I've been getting into it a lot more lately too. And I used to play with other friends with my buddy Howie back in the day, a long time ago. But um, yeah, I'm getting together. And I think the part of the reason is Simon
1: mm-hmm. because
2: our dog, Simon, who has been abused and he's like...
1: Not uh, by us. Not by, not <laughs> by us.
2: We, we rescued him. Yeah. He was like in a really bad situation where he was beaten. The guy who actually owned him owned more. I think more than a dozen, maybe 20 dogs. Um, some of them had passed away. He was whipping them with electrical wires. We saved Simon and it's taken a long time to like earn his trust to build his trust in our life and that's become like our thing he loves it
0: mm-hmm. and we
2: go out with two other friends of mine and their dogs and this particular park you can let your dogs off leash and they if they stay with you and it's his favorite thing he's just totally digging it and so am i disc golf is awesome <laughs> are you good at it
1: ah oh, that's really rude for you to ask in <laughs> front of many people no i am i am quite terrible at any sort of Frisbee, which is, I do you remember, this was like probably over a year ago, we tried to film a TikTok in oh, the backyard yeah. where I threw you a Frisbee and you did a backflip, caught it mid backflip.
2: Yeah, catching the Frisbee upside down, which I can do.
1: Yeah, the issue was I can't throw a Frisbee straight.
2: That was problematic.
1: And we, I felt so bad. You did so many backflips and we never got it. We did it
2: for like two or three days.
1: Yeah, we tried multiple times and we never got it. I
2: remember running back and forth at our yard, like following the frisbee and then trying to do a backflip and catching it, which I used to do that in in college, but it's been many years since college. Just a few. uh, Yeah, my backflip is, it's not quite as high as it used to be. And I do take advantage of like the downhill slope. Yeah. I'm a big fan of like looking at the ground and going which way is downhill. Okay, I'm gonna backflip <laughs> that way.
1: <laughs> I will say, for someone who sucks at Frisbee as much as I do, I killed it the other day at Frisbee on Wii Sports with some friends. It was so funny because we were playing a game where you were playing Wii and you threw the frisbee and a dog had to catch it. And I told them beforehand, I was like, guys, I'm really bad at Frisbee. I don't know how this is gonna work. And it went in two rounds. In the first round, I missed the first four shots. Like they weren't even catchable by this animated dog. And the second one I did okay. And
2: animated dogs have pretty great reflexes. They
1: do. They're really good. So if you
2: can't throw it <laughs> <laughs> they can catch it.
1: But um, it was Chris and Aiden I was playing with, and they were laughing at me so much. And they were like, it was insane. I was laughing too. It was insane how badly I did. And the second round was five more shots that you got to throw. And I made every single one except one perfect. And I won the whole game. With
2: those five shots? Yeah. What changed?
1: I don't know. And we were literally just sitting there. or We were standing staring and nobody said anything for a few minutes. We were just like, what just happened? I took a picture of the scoreboard. I was so happy.
2: Well, you know what we're going to do. As soon as this podcast is over,
1: we're gonna go play disc
2: golf because I think that was a breakthrough moment, and I think this is where you're gonna like totally figure it out. I don't. I
1: can totally teach
2: you, Maggie.
1: It's not something I think I want to learn.
2: Well, that's a problem. But (laughs) would you at least indulge me for a few minutes and we can do it together? All right. Think about that because I just man, this has been a great podcast because we've covered so much. We talked about Maggie passing out. We talk about. Maggie sometimes. as Peter as Tinkerbell in Peter Pan also with sometimes. blonde hair. You know, speaking of which, it's probably a really good thing you never had one of your passing out episodes when you were Tinkerbell.
1: That's true. Can
2: you imagine that? You'd be up there in the rafters <laughs> and then just you'd start dangling by your waist, flopping down like this. And as just I'm trying to pull you a in the limp air,
1: seventh grader hanging from a wire.
2: <laughs> yes, that that would not be, um, you know, very.
1: A different show. It would be a
2: different show entirely.
1: <laughs> would have left a big impact, though. But it
2: never happened.
1: It's true.
2: It never happened. We also talked about gibberish
1: mm-hmm. and G- Gen and Z terms
2: and disc golf. So let's go play. Mm-hmm. Let's wrap this thing up.
1: Oh, we'll see. We'll see. All righty.
2: High five on a great episode.
1: High five.
2: Thanks, everybody, for uh, <laughs> continuing the
1: one more time. <laughs> we suck at high fives. We'll see you next week. Mags and dads, wholesome chaos.